Everybody, welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul, your host. In today's episode, we are going to talk range calculations part two. Now, when you say, uh oh, Paul, you already have a video that's over an hour that teaches you everything you need to know about range calculations. Well, not everything. Um, so, when I taught that, video. What I was trying to do is to show you how to use the table 220.55 and that was the really the main focus. But I really didn't get into that aspect of where well what if I've got to come up with a load for a situation for a calculation in 220 and I'm dealing with a three-phase four-wire system whether it's a feeder or service to say a multi-complex unit that has say 24 ranges in it or 24 dryers in it and how do I use 220.55 because of what it says in the last paragraph of 220.54 and 220.55 and so we're going to analyze that today Uh, it might be a lot to bite off if you're listening to this podcast in your car I do have a lot of people that do they send me the emails Um, I have people that listen to this as their work meeting at the beginning of their work day Um, We have, since our website launched now, we have over 850,000 unique clicks uh, on our website, as well as over 450,000 actual listening minutes from people who've listened to our podcasts, Uh, and that is just in the last, I believe in the last year, or maybe less than that. I didn't look at the total analytics, but it's not the two years. Uh, the, the clicks are two years since we started the, the website for this specific use uh, to do the Electrical Code Academy, which used to be the Electrical Guru. We've been doing this for many years before that, but we didn't really start tracking it until about two years ago. So this is all new information, and we're growing so quickly. But I do know there's a lot of users out there, and they listen in their car, and people email me. We get hundreds of emails a week uh, here to the office, and I try to answer as many as I can. Most people know I answer them very quickly. Um, And the questions come in from all mediums, from our Facebook page, from our website, because we have a contact link there, uh, from our Twitter page, from our contact me on our website. When you go to our website, the little thing pops up, and you can ask a question there. There's tons of ways to reach out to us to get your code questions answered or get advice or, uh, you know, clarification on something. Um, But we know that the... When I did that range calculation, people, somebody sent me an email and said, Paul, you didn't really explain the last paragraph. And that was on purpose because we were trying to really just show you how to function the table. Well, we're going to do a, a add-on video for this, and it really should be a really short one. Um, but we figured we'd do a little podcast because there are all those individuals that like listening to the podcast. So what we're talking about is if you have your 2017 edition of the National Electrical Code and... You go to to section 220.55. Now, the same language really also appears in 220.54 as well. But we're going to focus on 220.55 dealing with ranges. So just remember that whether you're dealing with the range or dryer, uh, this is going to come into play. Now, what we're doing here is we're saying, look, 
For any other purpose, single phase dryers, single phase ranges, single phase calculations, for, you know, you do everything as normal. Your chapter three for the standard, chapter four for the, uh, or part four for the optional, or part three, excuse me, for the standard method. Uh, but then you're going to come to this application. Well, what if I'm dealing with a situation where I've got a three-phase full-wire feeder or service application? Maybe it's a 208Y120. And so I'm dealing with that application, and I know that I can't, when I'm doing this calculation for the load, that for the load calculation, that I can't just go and use those tables. I can if it's all single phase and everything's good, but I've got to do something because... The section tells me I have to. 220.54 for dryers and 220.55 for ranges tells me I got to do something if it's a four wire, three phase application. All right, so you got your code book. We want you to look at that paragraph that's right under table 220.54. This is actually for ranges, but just the way the paragraph lays out. And it's on the right side, about halfway up. Uh, logically, it's right before 220.56. Okay, no brainer there. And here's what the paragraph says. It says, where two or more single phase ranges are supplied by a three phase four wire feeder or service, the total load, and that's what we're trying to come up with, the total load, shall be calculated on the basis of twice the maximum number connected between any two phases. So it's the maximum number of ranges that could be theoretically connected between any two phases. Even though it's a three-phase application, you know, we're still dealing with two phases and we have to make sure when we're doing that calculation that we're not going to um, do the calculation wrong. We need to come up with a value. And if we just went and pulled something from the table, it might not be accurate. So we need to do something when we're dealing with these four-wire, three-phase applications. So this paragraph addresses that. However, a lot of times people really don't understand how this applies. So I figured this would be a good episode to say it because you know what? If you're out there preparing for an exam, you need to highlight this. So in my exam prep series or navigating the NEC, uh, if you're part of the Certified Master Electrical Code Professional Program, uh, this is one of the areas that we kind of talk about as far as calculations and highlighting and navigating the code and teaching people uh, or to take your code knowledge to the next level. This is one of the kind of little things that we talk about. And there's a lot of stuff. That's a six-hour webinar series that we do this in. And this is one of the one of the topics here that we talk about. And this is how do you do this? Now, it seems simple. And if you're the person that says, Paul, I get this. This is simple. Then you don't need this podcast. You could turn it off and go do something else, okay? Go back over to that forum where you belittle each other. If you want to learn, stay here. If you already know and you just want to join us like everybody does each week and every time they hear our podcasts and stay with us. But that's up to you, right? I could care less. So here it says, again, where two or more single-phase ranges are supplied by a three-phase four-wire feeder or service, the total load shall be calculated. Remember, we're trying to do a load here. Calculated on the basis of twice, remember the two, the twice, the maximum number connected between any two phases. All right, so how do we do this? So let's throw a scenario in here. I have got a 24-unit apartment building. Let's just 24 units. Of course, in that case, we're going to have 24 uh, ranges. Now, if dryers were involved in this, 
you'd have 24 dryers as well, okay? All right, so if, if that was part of your equation. So if you're taking an exam, they're going to give you these values. But So we got 24-unit apartment complex. It is a 208Y 120-volt service. So this rule is kicking in because now we're, we're trying to do the calculation for the service. Okay. So what do you do? Now the first thing you have to do is you got to go look. What is the maximum number of ranges between any two phase legs? I mean, that's what it just said. It says that we got to figure that out. Well, the way you do it is you simply take the total number of ranges. And in this case, we, we had 24. And you take those total number of ranges and you divide it by three because there's it's a three-phase system. It's three legs here. Okay, that's going to give you a value. So in our case, you take the 24, you divide it by 3, and that's going to give you 8. All right. Now, you're thinking to yourself, all right, wait a minute. Let me do the math here because, you know, I'm like you. You know, math is my thing when it comes to this kind of thing. And trust me, it's only electrical math that I worry. But if I take 24 and divide it by 3, so hold on, 24 divided by 3 and I got 8 that's pretty simple but what if I had 22 of them so I take 22 of them divided okay by 3 you see that's 7.3 so I would still round that to uh, 8 okay so it's kind of keeping that in mind so in this case it's real easy because we have 24 so 24 divided by 3 that's going to be 8. All right? So we take that, and then what did the code say? It says, so you determine the total number, okay, and then it shall be calculated on the basis of twice the maximum number. All right, so we got the total number. That was 8. Then it says twice that. So then we just do that value times 2. Then that equals 16 ranges. So that is what's going to be our demand value and the maximum number is going to be 16 ranges is the maximum potential between any two phases. So it's pretty simple. Again, take the total number of ranges, divide it by 3, and multiply it by 2. Because again, it's, it's said in the code, it said the maximum number between any two phases. So that's where you get these values from. And so that's 16. So you're thinking, okay, that's 16 ranges between any two phases. Now I can go back to my normal load calculation and say, okay, um, now I can go back to table 220.55 and see how this works. So now that I know it's 16 ranges, and we said it was 12 kW, okay? So if you took my or watched my video on that, you'll notice that, well, Column C is the default to always use unless otherwise permitted in note three. In this case, the ranges are all the same and they don't exceed 12. So we're gonna use column C and they're not over 12. So you come down and you come to the left and you go down and you say, okay, I'm at 16. Then I go to the right and you'll see that it's 31, okay? So you're thinking, all right, then that is 31, so that's 31,000 VA, or KW. It doesn't matter. It's synonymous when you're doing this calculation, right? Now, that's how you do that to find out what the demand is. Now, if you want to know, if your question on your exam says, well, um, 
now that I know this value, what is the phase demand? Well, if that's the case, you simply go, because you know we have a demand now because we had the two phases, any two phases, these two phases, we didn't know what the demand is. So you take that 31,000 and you divide it by two. In that case, it was 15,500 VA. So if your question on your exam says, well, look, tell me what the phase demand is, okay? So you have these 16 ranges, but what is the phase? What is the, the maximum potential phase? Because again, these ranges are still going to be using only two phases of it. So that's why it uses the, it says between the difference between any two phases. All right. So that's why you do it. So per phase demand is going to be 31,000 divided by two, 15,500 VA. Now, when I'm doing my calculation, you're going to say, well, what is the three phase load then? The total three phase load. Okay, so at that point, you're just simply going to take the 15,500 and you're going to multiply it by three. So that will be 46,500 VA. Okay, now that's the, the value you're going to do for that. Now, so when you're doing your calculation and everything, you're working it up, those are going to be how you get your, you're going to get your values that you need to use. Okay. And I, I don't know, you know how to make it any simpler than that. That's the VA you're going to use in your calculation when you're adding the value for your ranges in your calculation. Okay? Um, so it's just that simple. Now, just for kicks, let's do the exact same thing with a dryer. Since we're already here, I said I was going to do a short one, but we're going to do it anyway. So what happens if I got dryer? Well, same thing. I take the total number of dryers. In our case, we had 24 of them. All right, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to, to divide it by three, and that gave us eight. And then again, the code says that I have to multiply that by two, twice the value. So that is eight times two. Again, that is 16. Now, so there is 16 dryers is the maximum number between any two phases within the panel. Okay, and you know how the panels work, how they alternate, especially in a a 208-120 application. So that's the maximum number you could get in there. So that's how it works out. Now, what is the demand factor? We really, you'd have to go watch our calculation series for dryer calculations, but it's just that simple. I'll just kind of walk you through it in this podcast. Now, since we know it was 24 divided by three, it was eight times two gave us 16. Then we have to go to find the demand factor for 16 dryers. So what do we do? So we go back to the code. We're going to go to table 220.54. And here's where it gets a little tricky, but it's it's really not that hard. And if you watched our dryer series, then you, you're going to get this right away. If you'll notice on the left side of that table, it says the number of dryers. Well, we scroll down and we see that there's a 12 through 23. Well, obviously that's going to work for us because we're talking about a 16 dryer after we did our little calculation there. So what do you got to do? All right. Well, here's what it says. You have a 47% minus 1% for each dryer exceeding 11. All right? All right, so what do I got to do? All right, now, I take the, so you have the demand load percentage is 47, okay, percent. We, we established that. Minus the number of dryers that exceeds 11, 
Okay, so 16 minus 11 is 5. So 47 minus 5 equals 42. Because it says you subtract 1% for every dryer that exceeds 11. Well, we had 16, so it exceeds 11 by 5. It's 1%, so that's actually 5%. All right? So since we started at 47%, all we're doing is taking 5% away, so it's 47 minus 5. So the demand load is 42%. Okay? Now, how do we equate that out? So the 42 demand load percent, now, what is it per phase? Well, per phase demand is 16 times 5,000 watts because we know that earlier in the code, it says that the dryers have to be based, and here's what it says. It says the load for household clothes dryers in a dwelling unit shall be either 5,000 watts or the nameplate rating, whichever is larger, okay? And so in our case, we said the dryer was, we'll just say the dryers are 5 kW, so it all works out, okay? But that's how the code says it. So, so the per phase demand is 16 times 5, and that equals 80,000. This is where the demand factor comes in. You take that 80,000 times 0.42, or depending on your calculator, 80,000 times 42%. That's going to give you 33,600 watts. Now, we want to find out what that is, so we take the 33,600 watts and we divide it by 2. What is that? That gives us 16,800. Alright? So, that's your phase application, per phase. So that you break it down to what it is per phase. Now, what is it for our overall service calculation? We need to know what the actual three-phase load is. But then you simply just take 16,800 and you multiply it by 3, just like we did with the ranges. That equals 50,400 watts. And that's how you do the calculation. All right, so for those that don't get that, those are values that you're going to use as part of your load calculation in when you're doing the calculations in part three uh, of uh, calculating a service and things like that, right? Or even feeder calculations, okay? That's all part of it. That's all covered in our video series. What I really wanted to do is just show you what we're doing and why it's so significant to, to understand it. But what I also showed you is how to break it down per phase, okay? Because that might be real important when you're sizing the conductors per phase, yet you're coming up with the total load in order to do your service calculation. Okay? So anyway, that's how that paragraph applies. Hopefully you got something out of that. Um, look for a video coming out where I'll have some graphics to show this if it, kind of, if it got confusing for you. Uh, but just remember, it's pretty much take the number of ranges or dryers divided by three. Then multiply it by 2, and that gives you the total number of ranges or dryers between any two phases. Now, if you want to find out what the per phase demand is, then you simply take those values that you get uh, from the demand factor table, and, uh, or after you've applied your demand, and simply divide it by 2. If you want to know what the total three phase load is, then you take the value per phase 
and you actually multiply it by three because this is a value on each phase, so you got to add them all together. And that gives you your total VA to use in your load calculation. Okay. All right. So that's just how it works. Hopefully, you got something out of that. Um, and I didn't confuse you too much because my goal is not to confuse you. Uh, it's difficult sometimes in a podcast. So anyway, God bless. Till next time, stay safe and hope you got something out of it. If you do have any questions on that or if something wasn't clear for you, please visit our website at masterthenec.com. Post your question. Visit our message board. We have a message board on there where you can join in and, and, and post topics and chat with other people, uh, go to our Facebook page, just go to Facebook and search for Master the NEC, uh, listen to our podcast on Spreaker, uh, gosh, join us on Twitter, uh, all the good stuff, you know, help promote the site, help other people learn, it's not just about me teaching you, you can help other people learn by sharing these podcasts, by sharing these videos and things like that that we do, so anyway, God bless, till, uh, until next time, stay safe, and um, uh, also, if you're a master electrician, Visit our website and learn about the Certified Master Electrical Code Professional Certification Program. It really, really, really will take you to the next level beyond just being a master. Every project manager should have it. Every owner of electrical contractor should make sure his managers have it. And it's just a great program. It's a five-step process. There is no guarantee you will succeed. But we think if you stick with it, hey, you're already a master electrician, so you know that you're dedicated but the program is really very unique, and you can read all about it on our website. So anyway, take care. Until next time, stay safe.